Welcome to the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and thanks for joining me today as I seek to inspire, encourage, and accompany you on the journey towards holiness by sharing food for the head, heart, hands, and feet, so we may grow closer to God, become more like Jesus, and through friendship, discover the life God created us for, lives of purpose, peace, and abundance, rooted in the hope that with God's grace and mercy, we can become the living, breathing, wonder-working saints that the world so desperately needs. Hello, and welcome to episode 121 of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and today's conversation is actually a two-for-one of where I spoke with both Lisa Martinez and Tammy McCarthy, who are both involved in the apostolate of Little with Great Love. And we began the conversation and kind of talked about, uh, they do a podcast, Saints for Slackers, but the fact is, is that their apostolate has continued to grow and what they're doing to inspire and also to evangelize and entertain was truly inspiring. Um, Tammy, uh, we connected originally. She has blogged about parenting and homeschool. She's, uh, her blog is Chasing Time and Drinking Wine. And one of the biggest things that happened was is that she and Lisa Martinez who are friends from college. They went to Steubenville, Franciscan University in Steubenville together, and they connected again through this apostolate. And the mission of Littlewood Great Love is to accompany people through all those mountains and valleys of their journeys to bring hope and healing and restoration in Christ by sharing stories and sharing our gifts and being able to serve each other in the little way with great love. One of the other things that they have uh, done is that they have really been intentional about helping women really be able to restore their hearts and their homes and their health. And I think the sharing of story is what is so important and why I was so excited to be able to spend time with them and for us to share our stories. Because as they say, we have a common mission is to use our collective gifts and our stories, our narrative, to help restore others on the journey homeward to our Heavenly Father. So I hope that you enjoy this conversation as much as I did with Tammy and Lisa, and I'll see you on the flip side. Hello, and welcome to the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, your host, and today I have a two-for-one episode for you because I have two wonderful women with me who are part of the Little with Great Love apostolate, and I can't wait to break it open for you and help you be able to learn more about what they're doing, but especially what drew them to my attention was the Saints for Slackers podcast, and so I'm excited for you guys to get to know about that as well, but first, Welcome, Tammy and Lisa, to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having us, Christina. Oh, We're really excited nothing. to be here. <laughs> Couple slackers oh, so that we are. <laughs> yeah, aren't, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Uh, if we weren't slackers, we'd all be walking around as living, breathing, wonder-working saints already, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, well, it, it's so wonderful again to have you guys both here. And, you know, in order to, for uh, the audience to kind of get to know both of you, um, how about uh, Tammy, I'll let you go ahead and start um, and just share a little bit about your own journey and how you got to where it is that you are and doing what you're doing right now. Okay, well, my name is Tammy McCarthy. I live um, right outside of Philly, to Philadelphia, PA. Um, Lisa and I met at Franciscan University. We did um, a lot of prayer teams together there. So we've been friends for over 20 some years. Um, I am, this summer will be 21 years of marriage for me. I met my husband at Franciscan. I have five children that I homeschool. And um, I started a blog, um, probably, I've been probably blogging for over 10 years now, but I had started a blog um, on marriage and family and parenting and walking in the faith. Um, I blog over at Chasing Time and Drinking Wine. And um, that's sort of, I think, where my journey began. Um, I was already blogging. I was already kind of sharing my heart with people. And, um, and Lisa pulled me into Little With Great Love. And I think that's a, um, we have always been moved by the Holy Spirit in our relationship. And um, when the Holy Spirit brought us back together, 20 some years later, um, it just felt right. Mm. Uh, that, that's so awesome. I, I love friendship. Uh, it has done such wonderful things in, in our world, um, particularly for bringing about sanctity. Uh, there's, you look at uh, one saint and you always find at least one, if not a whole cluster uh, of people who are also drawn to that as well. But Lisa, thank you so much for getting Tammy involved in this, but go ahead and share your story a little bit. <laughs> so Lisa Martinez, I grew up in Michigan, uh, but I'm living in Austin, Texas. And um, I've been in the professional world, uh, you know, worked across different uh, industries. And uh, then Lord, the Lord called me into my own business. And so after I got married about 10 years ago, I started my company with my husband. And then he called me into nonprofit work. Um, so it was marketing through a nonprofit that I established um, called I Amplify. And it was about three years ago uh, that my father became very ill and I, the Lord was calling me away from most of the work that I had established. And in that time I became his caretaker and he passed away um, in 2019. And it was during that time where the Lord was revealing a lot of the restoration that he had been doing in me through suffering, through childhood trauma, through the grief loss of both my parents, through now it's been 10 years of infertility. And in that process of showing me this healing that he had been about and restoring my heart in that continual work, he called me to reach out to a number of women um, that had, as you said, I think there's nothing uh, more beautiful than holy friendship. Um, so it's just a, a kind of a spans uh, kind of these important formative years of like 20s, 30s, 40s, where you're going through a lot of transition and life changes, uh, building families, building careers, uh, discerning vocations, different things of that nature. And so I reached out to this group of women. Tammy was like second person that the Lord laid on my heart. And so amazing that he had already prepared the way. He said, before 
<laughs> I even spoke to her. He told her to say yes to whatever I was going to ask of her. So she didn't know if she was signing up to sell, you know, vitamins or <laughs> what was about. To I was happen. like, this could, I could have myself as like a beach body coach. I could be selling vitamins. I have no Am clue what's about to happen, but I saw her name on my cell phone and I was like, okay, I, she, we hadn't, I mean, to go back for a second, Lisa and I had been friends for over 20 some years, but we had lost contact. So we would just like each other's Facebook post or, you know, say happy birthday, but it didn't go any farther than that until Mm -hmm. she sent me a private message that said, can I get yourself? Cause I want to talk with you about something. So this really kind of came out of nowhere. And when I saw her number ring on my phone, it was at that moment that the Holy spirit shot right into my heart. I need you to tell her yes. And I need you to say it before she tells you what what you're getting into. And I was like, what? (laughs) But this is my relationship, like with the Holy Spirit. This is the way that Mm -hmm. our relationship works. It's a complete, you know, walk on water, throw you out, trust the process, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to increase your faith and I'm going to blow the mind of the person that I have been working with. Mm -hmm. So Lisa called and she says, you know, hi, how are you? And I said, before you start talking, I have to tell you this. My answer is yes to whatever you are calling me about. And she just, there's just the silence on the phone. And she says, what? And I said, I, the Holy Spirit just told me to tell you yes to whatever you're calling me about. I'm supposed to confirm it for you before you start to share it with me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is how this whole apostolate ministry has worked. It has, it has come the fruits of the Holy Spirit, a movement of the Holy Spirit that continues to breathe through every, um, every Saints for Slacker podcast, um, every focus for the new year, every blog post. It's, it's purely um, being instruments that are prepared for whatever he kind of throws our way. Mm. Uh, that is wonderful and what what a great gift you are uh, to those of us who aren't as willing to say yes and don't perhaps have a close enough relationship with the holy spirit that we're willing to just step out and walk and try to walk on water when we when we're not sure we can do it um and so thank you for your yes and, uh, and thank you, Lisa, for making the invitation, because that was a huge stepping out. Uh, you know, as Tammy was saying, you guys had kind of lost contact. Um, and uh, so how, how wonderful that is. Uh, wow. Um, I'm, I'm in awe um, at, at that story and, and so encouraged because that's exactly what I have found in my own life is that those people that you kind of lose touch with, but then all of a sudden it's like, God brings them back across your path. And it's just like, there's a reason that I had you guys journey together for a while. And then you had to kind of go your separate ways, gain your, gain your gifts and your talents and have me form you elsewhere. So you can come back together and do great things for me. Um, So absolutely wonderful. Um, So let me say this, uh, you know, so, uh, Lisa, what, what was kind of your response uh, when, when Tammy uh, said, said yes up front? Yeah, it, it was what my heart needed, you know, and, and the Holy Spirit knew that because I was nervous to begin the asks because of 
just some healing that needed to happen and collaborating, you know, and inviting other people into a work that, you know, makes you vulnerable. Um, you know, ask the vulnerability of asking someone to be a part of something when you're not really sure exactly what it's going to be yet. And, you know, and, and the questions that are going to come or, um, the commitment level, different things that you'll have to ask of people. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, the, the Holy spirit, knowing that my heart needed that kind of healing and that reassurance and to say, yes, this is what I'm calling for. I've prepared her heart to receive yours. And, uh, and this is just another confirmation in the bucket. And my niece was who I spoke to before Tammy and, um, Alyssa's just a beautiful soul in her mid twenties. And the Lord had prepared her also before I even spoke to her. She's like, I was just at mass and I was just feeling like there was something that I needed to do and something that I wanted to be a part of. And then here I call after she gets home from church and, you know, so it's just like how the, I think the spirit just lets you know, like, okay, when there's that confirmation, when there's that consolation, that's a work of the spirit. That's when you know that you're doing his will. So it was all like all those things that you kind of needed to build up your confidence to continue the asks, you know, and to start the work, which we launched in 2020, uh, January, 2020 completely unaware that three months later we'd be in a worldwide pandemic and leading a, a restoration ministry online. So. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So for those uh, people out there in the audience who might not have ever come across little with great love or St. with slackers podcast, can you share a little bit more about what it is that you try to focus about? And as you said, you know, that restoration ministry. So could you share a little bit more about that? Yeah. So one thing we talk about is that um, healing is such an important factor. Mm. And um, as I was mentioning my own story, each one of us has our own story. You know, Tamara was talking about being homeschool mom. Now she's a working homeschool mom. Um, My husband and I have gone through uh, 10 years of infertility. We don't currently have any children. Um, That there's a way for us to live out our vocation and our calling in a way that says yes, right, to the Lord. And in that Mm -hmm. process of saying yes, he wants freedom for us. And he wants uh, for us to be that conduit to one another to say, this is, I know, I know where you can find healing. I know where you can find what your heart's looking for. It's in his heart. It's him, you know? So it's, it's a process of leading people back to the Lord. When God restores, and we see this in the scriptures, um, for example, let's say Job, right? Uh, God didn't just say, I'm going to give you back the things after Job was stripped of his children, his cattle, all everything in one day. Uh, No, God eventually brought about double what he had. And Mm -hmm. so restoration is really the process of you coming into the truth of who God created you to be. Mm -hmm. And it's rooted in his love. So healing is a part of that because healing gives us interior freedom. Healing helps us to overcome trauma. Healing helps us to uh, go through, you know, the uh, heal from the difficult things in our lives that have hurt us. And restoration is I'm bringing you back to the truth. And it's even greater than when you were broken before, you know, if we allow his glory to work in us. So what, how we do that, Tammy, you can talk about that, you know, a little with great love through, through our stories, right? Amen. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that um, we are all in the school of the Holy Spirit, like we're all students. And mm-hmm. it's something that we, there's always room to go deeper. There's always room to learn more. There's always spaces where we think that we, you know, we're in this profound space. And then, you know, like St. Teresa of Avila talks about, we get into this like interior castle, we get into the deeper parts of our heart where Christ is calling us kind of outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that we, as a women, as women, we recognize the importance of story. And the importance of the fact that me sharing my heart, me sharing my story, um, whether it be um, burdens that I've had, um, whether it be um, families, trauma, illness, you know, whatever it is that I'm dealing with, my own wounds, my own hurts can be a conduit for healing for somebody else. But I have to be willing to step out in vulnerability and say, these are my struggles. You know, this is my wound. This is where Christ has brought me. And if I can share that because I can, can provide you with some sort of healing, it is, it's such a gift to be able to kind of offer that, um, to women. And and I wanted to share with you, you've mentioned, um, saints for slackers, Mm -hmm. you know, saints for slackers is, um, it's such a blessed fruit of a conversation between friends. Um, Lisa and I, you know, work in ministry together, but we also just have these great conversations. Um, sometimes they're just on an app where we'll leave long messages for each other. And we're kind of sharing what's going on in our day to day, but we're also sharing these like beautiful moments where, um, Christ has spoken a verse over us or, or Christ has kind of put something in on our heart. And we happened to be having a conversation about spiritual reading that we were doing. Mm-hmm. And I was sharing with her um, this book on St. Catherine of Siena that I had just finished. And it just, it hit me in so many beautiful ways. And I was so inspired by it. And I said to her, you know, Lisa, I, I just don't have time to read about every single saint. I, I just don't, you know? And I said, you know, I wish there was like a cliff note version for like mm-hmm. a saint. Like, I really wish I could not just read about like biographical stuff, but like, tell me something really cool about being a friend of one of the saints, something mm-hmm. that I don't know that I'm going to hold on to the rest of the day. And I said, I, I wish there was sort of like a, like a saints for slackers, like people that didn't really want to have to read a whole book, but they could just kind of get a really cool snippet. Mm-hmm. And Lisa just stops me in my conversation as I'm babbling. And she was like, say that again say that again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, um, I wish there was a saints for slackers. And she was like, that's it. Saints for slackers. That's it. Mm -hmm. We're going to do something with Mm -hmm. that. I love it. We're going to do something with that. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just, it was beautiful. I mean, it became this, um, this podcast that we started, um, a daily podcast that we started in Lent. So our first Mm -hmm. season was the 40 days of Lent. And we, um, we kind of journeyed, we each kind of picked a saint um, that, you know, actually by the time we got through it, it was multiple saints for each of us, but we, we kind of picked somebody that we had a relationship with. Mm-hmm. So we had this kind of, if you want to say a loose, a loose idea of how it was to run and that, you know, you always need kind of a framework. So you have um, everyone's sort of similar, mm-hmm. but in the true movement of the Holy Spirit, you know, Lisa just allowed a lot of grace and a lot mm-hmm. of 
pick somebody that has spoken into your life, tell a little bit about them, and then let's talk practically, you know, with let's give us kind of a reflection time where we can say like, hey, what is, what's a quote of this saint that has spoken over you, you know, or you want to share with others? And I'll let Lisa speak a little bit to, um, <laughs> to our second season as well. Yeah. So in, in that first season, it was, um, you know, one thing I like to share is um, when you say yes to something, first of all, you don't, it, it's, it's, you know, following Mary's lead, you don't know where exactly it's going to take you. There wasn't a plan for a season two. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, and second of all, you don't have to know everything about how to do that. So mm -hmm. uh, season one began with me learning to podcast on my phone in a closet. So mm -hmm. I did not have the microphone here that you, yeah. <laughs> like you see. Um, I didn't know how to edit audio. I was learning all these things as we went. Um, we started it with our sister ministry, beautiful ministry for Catholic grief support for child loss called Redbird Ministries. They're our official sister mm -hmm. ministry. And between our two teams, we brought in um, almost 20 guests that were podcasting with us. So mm -hmm. my brother was like my co-host. He's got this, he's, we call him our Casey Kasem. He's our like our little Catholic Casey Kasem, <laughs> Jeff. And we began this work of, of the podcast. And then um, like we said, you know, you see, when you see fruit, you know, the Holy spirit's moving. So within the first couple of days, we, we started to get a request from out of the country up in Canada. Uh, we heard what you're doing. Can we be a part of it? Mm -hmm. And so we brought in uh, Patrick Sullivan with Evango, an evangelist, a speaker, um, to be one of our podcasters and to be one of the, you know, the group of, of 20. Uh, with the success of it, we decided to do uh, a few months later, go back and, and do season two, which is a shorter season um, and not every day, like <laughs> podcasting mm -hmm. six days a week is a pretty breakneck schedule for anybody. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I think Christina knows. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, we were able to go in and say, okay, let's break away a little bit from the quotes and just come into um, these saints that we feel inspired by. And the cool thing is what we tried to do was because our hearts were so tender uh, coming into a second year of a worldwide pandemic, it was uh, meant to inspire, evangelize, and entertain. So the first part of it is, you know, this reflection about three minutes. So they're just little tidbits, like she said. And then the second part is these stories that the Holy Spirit inspired me, inspired me to write of these silly made up wannabe saints. So it could be Saint Impatience for I'm tired of this crap. And, you know, <laughs> Saint, <laughs> Saint, um, yeah, I mean, there, there's about 50 of them, just like 52 saints that we've, we've done uh, throughout this series. So that just brought some lightheartedness and we did a whole we launched a whole series of swag and apparel around the, you know, shirts mm -hmm. with these kind of things and uh, stickers and notebooks and everything. Um, lots of fun that we had with it, but we mm -hmm. loved that it was expanding. We had teenagers that were podcasting, priests, nuns, lay, lay ministers, writers, speakers, um, mm -hmm. moms, <laughs> you know, with such a variety of podcasters, you heard this variety of storytelling over a variety of saints that every day that you could just find something like sometimes I'd be editing these sound bits and crying because I was so moved 
-hmm. by the witness of the saints. And it was speaking to my heart and speaking life into my story and showing me virtues I needed to practice, encouragement that I needed for my own walk. Um, so it was, it was very moving, you know, it was evangelizing me throughout the process. Um, so it, it's, it's something that we're planning for, I think again, a little bit later this year, but we had a different call for Lent. We could talk about that later. No, um, please, please share, uh, so that, uh, people are able to jump in, uh, in the midst of it and, um, being able to benefit from previous seasons, but we'd, we'd love to know about it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this year we thought, okay, maybe God's calling us back to Saints for Slackers uh, during the Lent season, but there was a call uh, to do Stations of the Cross. And mm. it wasn't because we're really great at it. And that's like a super big devotion that we have. I think it's a little bit more like Faustina where it's like, oh, I want you to grow in trust. And it's like, oh, I want you to grow in this devotion to the stations. So um, our newest team member, Caitlin Pazanka, is our editor. She's a writer. Um, she's a storyteller across multiple mediums, musician, uh, painter. And um, she had last year, um, the, her, her penance was to pray the stations. And through her penance, the Lord moved in her and she started to write poems for all 14 stations and did it in one sitting beautiful poetry on each of the 14 stations of the cross for anyone that's not aware, right? This is the, uh, the Lord's passion on his way um, to his crucifixion. And mm -hmm. so the poems then became these paintings that were paired with them. And she does this really kind of stained glass uh, style. That's very reflective and penitent, very beautiful, bright colors. And so we decided to use her poetry and, we made an ebook. It's a free download on our website. So people can go to littlewithgreatlove.com, go into the shop, download it. And um, you can do it with the ebook, but we're also, uh, we had her do readings of the poems and we're going to do that, a, a video that people could play. So it's it's a way to do virtually the stations on Fridays. Um, if you're like us and, and you know have trouble getting to church on Fridays to do that extra devotion, uh, this is a way that people can enter into that. And, um, and I think it really draws us into the spirit of Lent. It does something to our hearts as we reflect, and it helps us to understand Christ's suffering and how we are called to suffer and how to suffer with others uh, through the process. So what's cool about this is Tammy says what it's like a companion, right? I mean, I think yeah. it's, I think it's perfect for people who have already decided on a Lenten devotional. I think that um, this is a beautiful accompaniment to it mm -hmm. because for those of us, you know, I know that there's people who, um, you know, my husband's one of 12. So I have a really big Catholic network here, you know, great Bible study. I just have a great opportunity for community. But one of the things that we were realizing is that there's a lot of people who don't. And right. there's a lot of people who might not be able to this Lent journey into their churches you know, and, and be able to kind of stand with the priest and do, you know, the stations of the cross, but they can journey with us. Mm -hmm. You know, we can provide this media um, and through Caitlin's paintings. I mean, they're just, they're beautiful. It's, I would say it's um, like stained glass to art. Mm. Um, now these are actual paintings that her home parish has put into the church. Wow. So they're just, they're beautiful. It's a beautiful gift 
for anyone that has, and we're offering it, you know, this free ebook to kind of journey along with it and to look at these, um, these beautiful depictions and to kind of enter into Lent in a journey in a community with us, you know, going through um, the various stations, but being able to do it when you want, you know, it's mm -hmm. a, it's a click on YouTube to see, you know, the journey through these stations. Um, the ebook, like I mentioned, is free, but it allows you to kind of journal with each station. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's something that you can do, you know, as a small group, you can do with your children, you know, with your families, where you don't have to take that extra connection um, mm -hmm. to be with somebody else, you know, that it can be done this way. And we just, you know, once again, it was a movement of the Holy Spirit, when we really talked about it, a lot of us had never launched really into the stations of the cross. Right. And I felt like the Holy Spirit just kind of started putting that out in all of our hearts. And it was like, well, you know, and then Caitlin, who's this beautiful, I call her my contemplative friend, because <laughs> I have never met someone like her. I'm, I tend to be like the really loud extrovert, you know, with all of my friends and, and Caitlin, the editors, she's my con contemplative friend. Mm -hmm. And I was saying to her, like, it's so beautiful what she has done, you know, and what she is offering people, you know, in this space. So we're super excited about it. Um, and, you know, I guess we'll probably provide the links and stuff to that so people yes. can, can see yeah. that. We'll definitely put that in the show notes. And, uh, you know, what I tend to do uh, is that I'll add resolutions uh, for people as well. And so that will definitely be one. Uh, which is go download the ebook and pray the stations. Um, so uh, that that's absolutely wonderful. I, I find it absolutely encouraging and inspiring at the same time about how both of you just shared that the stations of the cross just were laid on the team's heart so that you had that confirmation of this is the path we're supposed to go and so often people will negate that in their own life they'll think oh no this is just my thing and they hesitate to share their story about what's going on in their hearts and then when you share then you find that no the holy spirit's working in our community this way and so thank you for your yes to uh to allowing the holy spirit to work through you and your apostolate um so i i, I have to ask but how do you think the work that you guys have been doing, especially these last couple of years, how do you think it's helped each of you to grow on your journey towards becoming a saint? That's a, that's a great question. I think that one thing that we try to really do is the first year the Lord said to pour into the team. And so while it was you know, providing all this media through blogs, through YouTubes, through, you know, online live events on Crowdcast or Instagrams or whatever, that there was a, an intentionality about pouring into one another, about creating a sisterhood and beginning that work of what does it look like for us to be restored? Um, so I actually worked with, um, one of our consultants that helped me put together, um, I mean, I do digital marketing, so I can do branding and websites and all that kind of stuff. But God called me to work with Carla uh, Alfaro, a, a dear old friend of mine that we've worked together. So uh, 
one of the things was working on culture, working on developing culture mm -hmm. for the team and resources for the team to nurture and feed us, which means that God's working on my own restoration because I have to do it in order to lead somebody else, you know, to try to lead somebody else back to the person who's doing it in me. Mm -hmm. um, so we, uh, if you've ever heard of the monk manual, but it's something that we did as a practice as a team, and it's really a resource that helps with being and doing takes the monastic principles um, that are really about helping people to focus and plan better, but to have more kind of balance in their life. It's not just work, uh, but it's work and prayer. Our work is a prayer. Um, so that's one of the practices that we've done together. We've worked on a plan of life together. We have mm -hmm. a spiritual father, Father Joe O'Connor is a dear old friend that Tammy and I went to Franciscan with that um, comes in on our monthly social Zooms that we do as a team and provides um, kind of like a little homily for us, basically, mm -hmm. <laughs> just for our team to be able to nurture us, pour into us um, based on some of the promptings that he's getting and some of the things we've shared with him. Um, so I think it's a lot of a lot of continual uh, work on restoration. We had our first team retreat last year. Uh, where we're able, to, some of the women had never met each other. Most of the women had never met each other in person. And so that was the first time we're in, you know, different states and, uh, and whatnot. So um, I think it's this continual work of, of how is God trying to restore me and how can I pour that out into other people, uh, our online community, as well as into one another. Beautiful. Um, and so uh, Tammy, before I, I get your kind of uh, your thoughts on how uh, this has helped you on your journey, I just wanted to emphasize uh, something that really touched my heart uh, that you were saying, Lisa, about the fact of, you know, we have to pour into others. And, but we also, we can't lead any farther than we ourselves have gone. And so we can never stop our journey. We always have to be going deeper. We always have to be continuing the journey, particularly if we've been entrusted with leadership of some form, be it a small group, be it a larger ministry, be it whatever it is. And so often, and I want to remind the audience out there, so often we forget all of what we've been given is or others. So it's that continuing cycle. And it, it, it's beautiful to hear how you have been modeling that and how you've been living that out with, with your apostolate. So Tammy, um, what, what, what for you might, might've been, uh, something, uh, that has really influenced you in your own journey towards sanctity? Well, I think one of the things that I wanted to share is I think sometimes when, you know, when we get together and we have this editorial process where we decide what the focus is for the next, you know, blogging cycle, you know, it's always interesting to me. We'll have our editor, will say, you know, this is our focus. Our focus is going to be on joy. And then she'll say, okay, you know, what would you like to talk about with this topic? And, you know, we create these topics and then maybe a couple of weeks down the, down the road, you know, we have to write on it. Mm -hmm. And Lisa and I have talked about this over and over again how we think that we're writing the blog for somebody else. But then what <laughs> happens is when it, when it comes time to write it, mm -hmm. it's like exactly something that we're struggling, struggling mm -hmm. with. Yep. And so there's this beauty in, there is not this, um, like this arrogant, let me talk to you about this. It's actually mm -hmm. this docility because you're writing about something as you struggle with it. 
And I mm -hmm. think that there's, you know, I, I recently had to write a blog post um, on faith and trust. Well, at the time when I wrote this blog post, my only sister was fighting for her life with COVID. Mm -hmm. And I say that because my sister is two years, she's going to be 47. She was, um, she went into the hospital to deliver her baby and she ended up, um, they ended up taking the baby through cesarean. It was her only cesarean. And then my sister, all of a sudden, she just got really, really bad. And she was on like a ventilator. She was in a medically induced coma. They kind of prepared our family. They brought the baby home with her husband and they prepared our family that we might lose her. And mm -hmm. so this is my only sister. I'm spending time at the hospital. She has, you know, six other children at the time. And mm -hmm. here I am writing a blog post on faith and trust. Mm -hmm. And I was clinging to the scripture verses that I was sharing through this blog post, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think one of my greatest things from this ministry is realizing that the, the Lord continually works in me through my willingness to speak over somebody else. So my willingness to share a blog post or to share a scripture verse that has been opened before me by the Holy Spirit, I experience the fruits myself. And mm -hmm. then the true beauty is when you write a blog post and you're like, I, I don't even know how I wrote this. And then you get a message of encouragement. You know, somebody comments on it, you know, or somebody says, I think you wrote this for me. I mean, to me, that is just the greatest gift you can be given is to write a post to click publish and have somebody say, this was meant for me. Like at this moment, this is what I needed to read. And that's why we do what we do. You know, we do it for that one soul that in reading something that we wrote, it draws them closer to, it draws them closer to trust. It draws them closer into their faith. It allows them to experience the Holy Spirit in a way that's personal. And it allows, I think for me, the biggest thing is I want to encourage people to let them know that the God of the Old Testament and that the God of the New Testament is alive and working in each one of us in very profound ways. But we have to have this willingness to say, look what he's done in my life. And it's not because I'm favored, chosen over you. It's because I'm willing to say, this is what he's done. And my eyes are open to it. And what I'd like to, to do for you, sister, or for you, brother, is remove the veil from your eyes so you can see what he's doing in your life. Amen. Yeah, for those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, the wonders of life will not be hidden from them. Uh, and uh, absolutely wonderful that you guys are in this work to be able to help unveil the, the wonders that this life has, and especially the wonders of the love of the God who created us to be with him for all eternity. Uh, so, wow. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for your sharing. Um, I know that I have been totally inspired and encouraged, and uh, I know that everyone out there is as well. Uh, just a little bit of fun. Uh, so very, very simply, uh, I always, I ask this question because Many times, some of the greatest wisdom comes out of it. Uh, but I'll ask the question, if you could go back in time and share one piece of advice with your 
your old self. So this is before you guys went to Steubenville before, <laughs> what, what would it have been? 18 year old self. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. <laughs> 18, 18 year old me. Oh, I, I really think uh, I've been writing a lot about patience lately. And I feel like that is the one thing, I, I, I mean, it started before 18, but I think when you kind of hit that time, um, especially because I wasn't married until I was 34. And so I wasn't the traditional, uh, I guess, Steubenville model, let's say where I got my MRS degree um, coming out, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. And I think that patience, there was something that, um, that really spoke to me of the waiting in the not yet mm. and knowing that uh, there's this prayer um, by Jesuit. We talked about Jesuits earlier um, when we, in our beginning phase here, but where he said um, that for anything to reach um, and, and, and in order for anything to grow and change, it has to go through a period of instability. And mm -hmm. it's usually in that period of instability where I want that stability the most. And so um, kind of telling the, the younger self that be okay when things haven't been stable yet, stabilized yet, when you feel out of control, when you don't know where you're going and know that, you know, God is hearing you, guiding you and leading you even in the moments that feel the most uncomfortable, that's exactly where he is. You're in the crucible almost in a sense, you know? So having that patience with the not yet, having that patience with self and God through those processes. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Tammy? Um, I think for me, I was going against the grain in a lot of ways. Um, I went to an all girls Catholic school. I was, um, really struggled with the cattiness of, um, of my friendships. Mm -hmm. And I think for me being a girl who was, you know, heavily involved in my youth group, wasn't a drinker, wasn't on the drug scene, you know, was a chastity speaker. I was, I was really going against everything. And I think, um, I just felt alone a lot, um, as an 18 year old and, um, I think I would have said to myself at that time, you know, just to hold on, like, you know, God's going to put people in your life. You know, you're not always going to feel like you're the only one walking this journey, you know, that you're walking against everyone else. And, um, you know, I, I went to Franciscan and I, and I have fr so many friends from Franciscan that I'm still in touch with today, you know, mm -hmm. that have done so much healing within me just because of the way they restored my vision of myself and the way they spoke into me in, in sisterhood, the way they spoke into me as a woman and just, you know, good old fashioned fun, you know, like what people could bring to those, that period of my life, my, my young twenties, you know, it's um, a time that I look on so fondly. And, um, and I think that, you know, there's a lot of girls that are encountering that at this age where they just feel that um, they have to be in the world, but not of the world. 
And that's very mm-hmm. hard. It was hard for me at 18. And I know it's hard for my 17 year old because she is just so different from all of her, you know, counterparts. So mm-hmm. I think that's probably what I would say, you know, mm-hmm. is, you know, God has a plan. He has a mission. He has a call on your heart. He, he knows the desires of your heart, you know, just stay strong. Uh, beautiful as well. So thank you for sharing your, your wisdom uh, today, uh, ladies. I know that everyone out there in the community uh, is going to be very appreciative and will learn and grow. And it's always about pointing him towards the one who loves us. It's always about pointing everyone to Jesus because he does have all those answers. And so thank you for all the many ways that you do that. And just as a reminder for people where they can connect with you, where they can get the free ebook, where they can, you know, uh, find out more, where should they go? So you can go to uh, littlewithgreatlove.com is our website. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, uh, little with great love, uh, Pinterest, YouTube. Uh, so we're across all the different sh- socials as well. Uh, if you want to pick up saints for slackers, um, we did also an advent, uh, podcast. Um, but those, those are all about faith, joy, um, you know, peace, all of those th- good things that we need, uh, regardless of time of year that you can find on Spotify, Apple uh, podcasts, um, as well as Google podcasts. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, we'll be, we'll be there too. Awesome. Well, again, thank you, ladies. Uh, it, it's been such a great joy to get to know each of you a little bit better, but especially uh, to receive that encouragement and that hope uh, of what sisterhood but what holy friendship uh, can bring about in the world. So thank you for all that you're doing. And thank you everyone out there who is listening uh, for your time today. And know of my continued prayers that you are able to continue to do whatever it takes. So together we can tell the master of death, not today. Have a blessed day, everyone. Happy Easter. And I wanted to make sure that you are aware that I am still hosting Alpha online sessions. And one of the things that Alpha does is that it has a very simple format. What we do is that we have a video that asks a question around faith, and then we have an opportunity for discussion. And everyone is willing to participate. And this is what's so great about Alpha, because it's a series of sessions that explore our faith. And what better time to be doing that than right now during the Easter season. I began this series during Lent, and it was an opportunity for us to help others be able to come to know Christ. And now as we go through this Easter season, it's an opportunity for us to continue that journey, to be able to go deeper into the mystery of who he is and who he is for each one of us. So I invite you, come to Alpha each Monday evening at 6.30 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Just go to sayyestoholiness.com and you can sign up for the Zoom link today. So what might be some 
resolutions that you can take from the conversation that Tammy and Lisa and myself had today. Well, one of the things that they suggested, and it being the midst of Holy Week right now, go and download the free ebook on their website, uh, the Stations of the Cross ebook. I'll put that link into the show notes. The other is to remember that you are to be making this journey with others and the power of holy friendship in their own apostolate, but then the power of holy friendship for all of us on the road to sanctity. So reach out this week to someone, a friend who you might have fallen out of touch with, or you haven't had time to go and have that coffee and make that time to connect this week. And the final one is there's always healing and restoration that can be had. We can always go deeper. And that was kind of the theme of the podcast conversation that we had. So I invite you to ask our Lord, where does he desire for you to be healed this week? And then go to confession and then allow him to heal you with the graces of his love and his mercy. Thanks again for spending time with me today. If you have any suggestions for upcoming podcasts, please leave me a voicemail using the link in the podcast show notes. Or you can visit my website at sayyestoholiness.com or send me an email at christinasimmons at gmail.com. I look forward to the opportunity to continue the conversation we've begun here today. In the interim, please know my continued prayers for you and your loved ones, especially that each of us may continue to strive to do whatever it takes in order to grow in holiness as we tell the Master of Death, not today. I look forward to having a conversation with you again soon. God bless.